Welcome to the Gymnast Nutritionist Podcast, a free resource for gymnast parents and coaches to learn to fuel the gymnast for optimal performance and longevity in the sport. I'm your host, Christina Anderson, and I'm a pediatric and adolescent registered dietitian, sports nutritionist, a former gymnast, a current nationally rated gymnastics judge, and a wife plus dog mom. I help gymnasts and their parents learn to fuel without the stress or overwhelm so that they can reach their big goals and dreams both in and out of the sport. We want to help parents take a proactive approach to nutrition, and to do so, this podcast is all about hashtag real talk, where we tackle tough subjects about nutrition, body image, and more in the sport of gymnastics. All right, let's dive in. You're listening to episode 80 of the Gymnast Nutritionist Podcast. Hello and welcome back. This is my first episode recorded in 2024, and I'm sure like everyone has said, I can't believe it, right? I feel like 2024 felt so far away. And yet somehow we've already lived in Wyoming for four years. I've already been married for over four years. The business has already been in existence for four plus years. And I'd say overall, it's been um, an amazing journey. And I feel like we're already off to a bang this month. Um, I don't know about you, but I think with every season change, with every new semester, with every new gymnastic season, it just feels crazier and crazier, especially for gymnast parents. And every time that happens, I think, well, this is maybe kind of weird. You know, maybe things will slow down a little bit, but that just doesn't seem to be the case. And so I think this is maybe just the new normal, right? Like the new post COVID era normal of we're just back to living our lives and extra busy. Um, And so with that, you know, there's a lot that can get overlooked. And I think one of those things is your gymnast nutrition. And so today I wanted to give you an episode that really cuts to the chase. And I want to share with you three signs that your gymnast needs nutrition coaching and when they don't. So number one, your gymnast needs nutrition coaching. She needs support. And honestly, probably you need support given you're her parent and you're the one that buys the food and cooks the food and does all the things. She needs support if gymnastics isn't going well. And I have a couple criteria for that, just based on my experience of working with gymnasts um, and especially those who join the balance gymnast program and who are very successful with it. So um, if your gymnast is constantly tired, if she is exhausted, if she is struggling with endurance, if she is stuck with certain skills, if it seems like she's just kind of plateaued in her training, no matter how much she trains, no matter extra privates, all the things more than likely she's underfueled. She's not closing the recovery gap. And so it doesn't matter how bad she wants it. It doesn't matter how motivated she is. It doesn't matter how much training and conditioning and extra privates and such and such she does. If we're not giving the body the building blocks it needs to grow and develop, repair, recover, and adapt, or get better, faster, stronger from our training, then none of that is going to matter. So that's probably part A. Part B in terms of your gymnast needs support if gym isn't going well is if she's injured, right? Because if your gymnast is injured, she cannot fully participate in the sport she loves. And I know for a lot of you that listen to this podcast, your gymnast may be out yet again for another gymnastic season. And that is absolutely devastating, but I want to show you the silver lining and say that even if your gymnast is not going to be able to compete this season, this is the perfect time to get to the root cause of what's going on. And I promise there is probably some sort of nutrition involvement with what is going on with them. And anytime I teach about injuries and inflammation, 
I always have this disclaimer, right, of not every injury, you know, is caused, quote unquote, by nutrition, i.e. under fueling, but every injury has involvement with nutrition because again, food is the foundation. It is the building blocks that our body uses to repair and recover. And so even if your gymnast, you know, has an elective surgery, nutrition is still needed to help their body repair and recover. So if you have a gymnast who's injured right now, especially if it is an overuse growth plate kind of growth related injury, and you know what I'm talking about, the stress reactions, the stress fractures, the bone OCD, or they just have injuries that aren't healing well, this is your sign. Or if your gymnast has had multiple injuries, especially if they have just come back from a major injury, and then within you know six to nine months, they have yet another injury, that is your big red flag. And that's something I see all the time with young high-level gymnasts that are prepubescent. They get their first major injury and it's usually something pretty bad. It's, you know, maybe they tear their UCL tendon in their elbow and they have to have surgery and the rehab takes a year, or maybe they're diagnosed with a really bad back fracture, or they have knee or elbow OCD that takes over a year to come back from, and maybe they need surgery. Oftentimes what I see happen with these gymnasts is they have the surgery, they do the rehab, they, you know, successfully make it through their comeback, but within three, six, nine months of being back in the gym, they often develop some sort of overuse related injury. And the ones I can think about off the top of my head were all stress fractures, wrist stress fractures, um, leg stress fractures, back stress fractures. And it makes sense because while some of those injuries, you know, were freak accidents, like your gymnast landing on her elbow and tearing her UCL, the fact that when that happened, she was already a level nine gymnast or whatever, training 20, 30 hours a week, there's a strong likelihood that she was already underfueled. And so when you go through the comeback process, but you don't address nutrition, we have not set her up to success to actually thrive post injury comeback, especially if she's trying to get back to all of her high level skills. And so again, I hate that your gymnast might be injured right now. I think I spent more time as a gymnast injured than not. And I felt like I was just always on the sidelines conditioning and missing out. But again, silver lining, what are your controllables? Learning to fuel your gymnast and doing everything you can to support their injury comeback is a hundred percent something in your control that you can do right now. And that can feel really actionable, right? That can give you some purpose. It can give you something to work on. And the good news is that learning how to fuel your gymnast isn't just something that will help them in their return to sport process, but learning how to fuel and feed yourself is something that's going to last them a lifetime and certainly in life beyond the sport. Sign number two, that your gymnast needs nutrition coaching is that you have a young high level gymnast with big goals. So if you have a young gymnast who's doing the tops program, or they're doing the hopes program, which both of those are kind of the U.S.'s elite track program for gymnasts, if they are engaging in that program, if you have a gymnast who wants to do college gymnastics and they're very serious about it, or if they're just generally training 20, 25, and especially 30 hours a week, you're committed. You are spending hours of your life at the gym, in the car. You are spending thousands of dollars a month in this sport, and you need to be protecting your investment. And some something that I share with a lot of the parents that we work with is when I go to the big elite meets to watch some of my clients and I'm often sitting with, you know, the parents of my senior elites in the stands. And sometimes we'll stay to watch um, the younger sessions, like the hope sessions. And there's like a decent amount of girls, right? I mean, compared to 
know, how many senior elites we have. And as we're sitting watching these young 11, 12, 13, 14 hopes gymnasts who are the future, right? They, they want to be Olympians. I tell the families I'm sitting with, I'm like, you know, the sad reality is that we are not going to see 80% of these gymnasts by the time they reach senior elite, because they will have either dropped out of the sport completely, or they're too injured and broken, you know, physically and mentally to continue. And there's a lot of factors that go into that. It's not just a nutrition issue, right? It's a coaching, it's a workload management. It's, it's definitely multifaceted. But again, nutrition is the foundation. And a lot of these young, talented gymnasts who are already training 20, 25, 30 hours a week, they are massively underfueled. They are not growing. They are not developing. And again, we have so much work to do still in the culture because a lot of people look at these young, teeny, tiny, rip shredded, you know, elite track gymnasts, and they think that everything's great, right? That they're perfect, that they're in shape, that they're strong, that they're healthy, But if you look at a particular gymnast growth curve, you look at their genetics, if you look at their nutrition intake compared to what they need, most of these gymnasts are falling short and they're off track. And as I've shared in previous episodes, it all has to do with adequate energy availability. If we don't have enough nutrition to support growth and development, there's not enough to support repair and recovery. And repair and recovery is an ongoing process. And eventually you know, you're just going to get in a deeper, deeper, deeper hole. And that's when the injuries come. And that's when the setbacks come. And sometimes that stuff is really hard to come back from. And I have heard some absolutely tragic stories of gymnasts at 11, 12, 13 years old with life altering injuries because of years of undertraining, underfueling, and overtraining that are not reversible, that they cannot come back from. And that is devastating. That is devastating to tell an 11 or 12 year old gymnast that they no longer can do the sport they love because their body's too broken. Right. And so again, there's, there's a lot that goes into it in terms of the coaching and the workload management and the environment. But one of your best defenses as a parent in supporting your gymnast big goals and dreams is making sure that they are getting the right fuel at the right time to support what they're doing in the gym. The third sign that your gymnast needs nutrition coaching is if you have an older high-level gymnast who is in the NCAA recruiting process or already has a college gymnastics scholarship or has a spot on a college gymnastics team, I cannot stress the importance of your gymnast knowing how to fuel herself before she sets foot on that college campus because here's what happens. Most gymnasts that you know sign a D1 scholarship in their junior or senior year of high school They have been so busy for so long with gymnastics that they have not had the time or interest or their parents have not taken the time to teach them how to fuel themselves, how to make basic meals and snacks, how to make a basic grocery list, how to meal prep. And it is an absolute disaster when these kids get on campus and they don't know how to navigate the dining hall. They don't know how to navigate having a different schedule every single day with training, with class, and all of their different obligations as a student athlete. They don't know how to navigate the social aspect of eating and drinking, if you know what I mean. And all of this can result in just massive chaos with their nutrition and with their body composition. And none of that is ideal for them to do their best gymnastics. And you've got to protect your investment, right? If you're a gymnast, is trying to do college gymnastics, 
at minimum, she's got to do the sport for four more years. And for even our best recruits who get that scholarship junior year of high school, they have to be healthy for six more years. That is a lot of wear and tear that the body has to endure. And what got you here won't get you there. Maybe you haven't worried about nutrition up until this point, but they're not getting any younger. And so maybe you got away with it when they were 12, 13, 14, 15, but at 16, 17, 18, when they have a young woman's body, when they have more and more years of wear and tear kind of under their belt from years at level 10 or even elite, we have to do some things differently. So I hope this is helpful. I would say those are the three biggest signs of gymnasts that we see who really, really will benefit from nutrition coaching. And as I promised you, I also wanted to talk a little bit about who doesn't need nutrition coaching. So obviously this is a hard one because I don't know your gymnast situation and what's going on with her, you know, gym performance wise and medically and so on and so forth. But I would say in general, you know, if you have a gymnast who is just enjoying the classes right now, maybe they're participating in recreational gymnastics or even kind of lower level compulsory training. Maybe they're training just 10 hours a week or so. I'm probably not super worried about their nutrition from a performance nutrition standpoint, because we're really not training enough hours to kind of warrant that. But I still want you focusing on helping them to develop a healthy relationship with food in their body, helping them to develop um, an appetite and a palate for a wide variety of foods, helping them to be able to listen to their bodies and know when they're hungry and stop when they're full. Um, We work off of a lot of Ellen Satter's frameworks, um, one in which is called the division of responsibility, which is basically intuitive eating for children. This does not always work, especially, you know, when we have gymnast training 15, 20 plus hours a week. But if you have a lower level gymnast, they've just started in the sport. You're listening to this podcast because you're interested. You want to get a head start. Um, that kind of general nutrition advice is really appropriate. But once your gymnast hits about 15 hours a week, once they hit about level four or five, especially depending on your club and kind of how intense it is at that point, that is absolutely the time that you need to start thinking about nutrition. Because let me tell you, getting a solid nutrition foundation in place that you can just make small adjustments as they get older, as their training hours increase, as the training becomes more difficult. That is so much easier than waiting until your gymnast has been struggling for years and years because some things aren't fixable. I would say a lot is. I would say that young gymnasts tend to be pretty resilient. But at the same time, you know, when I'm working with a gymnast who wants to do college gymnastics, they want to do elite gymnastics, there are certain milestones and timelines that are just part of the sport. And you might miss the boat because of injuries and setbacks and struggles that again, not all of them can be prevented by nutrition, but a whole lot of them. And so with that, I hope that this episode is helpful. If you've been thinking about, you know, investing in nutrition coaching and getting support for yourself and your gymnast and learning how to fuel for optimal performance, we are wrapping up enrollment right now for the optimist program. And so I'm hoping that this episode has just given you a little bit more information so that you can make an informed decision about what would be best for your gymnast. If you're not sure, if you have questions, feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram. You can also contact us at our website. Um, We have a ton of Balanced Gymnast Program ambassadors that you can find in the highlights of our Instagram page, 
Um, and you can feel free to reach out to them and chat with them and kind of hear about their experience working with us, not just in the program, but working with us one-on-one if you want to hear it from someone else. So with that, I can't believe it's a new year. We started this podcast in 2022. So it's crazy that we're still going in 2024. I've got some pretty exciting episodes on deck for you guys in the next few weeks. And so as always, if this podcast is helpful for you, if you go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating or review, that would mean a lot. And I know that you know, a very small fraction of people are going to, you know, invest and work with us compared to, you know, everyone that we reach in our, in our audience. Um, and if you are in a place where you can kind of take the next step with us, but you still love listening to the podcast and reading our blogs, um, it would mean a lot to, to us if you could go and leave us that rating and review. So with that, I will see you guys next week and I hope you have an absolute fabulous week. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Gymnast Nutritionist Podcast sponsored by the Balanced Gymnast Method course. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button so you don't miss out on any episodes. You can find any links that we mentioned in the show notes of the episode and also how you can work with us. If you're looking to learn to fuel your gymnast for optimal performance without the stress or overwhelm, feel free to email us. If you have any questions, you can reach us at support at christinaandersonrdn.com, share what's going on and we'll get back to you. Or you can learn more about our programs by going to our website, christinaandersonrdn.com slash work with us. Bye for now.